The following podcast is a member of the Pokecasters Network. Pokecasters Network, supporting Pokemon content creators, their shows, and the community of Pokemon fans. To find out more, check out pokecastersnetwork.com or find us on Twitter and Facebook. Let's see. I did have an intro idea at one point, but I've forgotten what it was. I mean, honestly speaking, the best intros are never the ones that are planned. They're the ones that are just randomly spurred out there. And then somebody who is me anywhere between a week and six months from now is like, haha, that's funny. And that throws in the beginning. Hello everyone, welcome to Not A Scratch, the only podcast that believes that Scratch is an overpowered move. I am your host, your PM, your DM, your GM, Anru himself, and with me here recording as if he's never done it before. It's me, Eli, possibly because I've never done it before, and (laughs) I've got someone with me who thinks that G-sharp and A-flat are the same note in music. That, That would be me. It, it, it kind of helps, I guess, for that specific thing, that I have very little, if any, music theory, theory behind me. Like, my extent is the recorder that we had to play in third or fourth grade. Uh, and that's basically, and then it's like slamming oh. my, my hands on drums or something like that. Um, yeah, the real joke there is for anyone who actually does know music. So <laughs> there's yeah. a small segment of the audience that is real hype about this joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hello, Eli. Hello, everyone. As you can tell, uh, probably by the title and the description and the fact that you have not heard any other player character, um, this is a special episode a, a, a i think they're called special episodes a, it's non normal episode yay woo woo fun uh, ex- uh, disclaimer for everybody um I, I was talking to eli about this a little bit earlier uh we're recording this in late march and the last time i did a recording for anything ttrpg related i think was uh with the exception of like one stream i did with uh, a different show the last time I did a recording was the end of December, so it's been a minute. Um, uh, I've been doing a lot of research, I've been preparing real hard, watching a lot of Dimension 20, uh, keep telling myself to start Critical Role and then other podcasts show up, but, you know, a lot of preparation, and I hope to use it all to use here. And by that I mean I've already forgotten it all. So, um, but of course this is a special episode. Uh, first off, Eli... Congratulations on your Arc 3 giveaway win. Um, I know it's the end of Arc 4 when this comes out. Uh, Time is a construct of the imagination, as Arc 4 has proven to everybody. (laughs) Very true. uh, But uh, congratulations. Uh, Welcome to Behind the Scenes. Uh, It's it's, it's real fancy back here. Oh yeah, very fancy. You see all the high-caliber equipment we use, like a laptop. And a microphone, and another screen. I don't know. <laughs> um, but cool. So in this special episode, we're going to dive deep into the character that Eli has. Um, and so I will throw this to you before we begin, Eli. 
give us a brief description, however in-depth you want to go, whether it's just the Pokemon that you're using or, you know, the actual, like, character style, I guess, or the, you know, elements of the character, however deep you want to go, about the character you'll be playing in this special episode. Okay, yeah, so I'll be playing a Typhlosion named Bruce, and he is a vigilante. I like to think of him as, like, somewhere in between the Adam West Batman and the Zack Snyder Batman. So, like, <laughs> not, like, kind of goofy, but also serious and doesn't, like, try to severely injure any of the bad guys he goes after or anything. Just sort of, like, brings him in. Uh... I don't think he's deputized, but, like, that's a gray area. So, so It's not legal, but it's not illegal. Yeah. It's, not le- it's, one, it's one of those, like, I found a loophole in the in the laws that says that it's like, what is it? What's, what's a classic, like, Airbud situation where, like, is it, there's, there's nothing in the law that says I can't do this. So, I'ma do this. <laughs> exactly. He's like, I pick up where the law leaves off. Ah, perfect. Um, cool. So, uh, we've got Bruce here. Um, if you want to go into stats and items and uh, anything like that, feel free. I don't know how in-depth you want to go with that. I mean, I can give him moves, I guess. I got him knowing Fairy Swipes, the terror that that move is. Oh, boy. Uh, Brick Break, Rock Slide, Eruption, and Aerial Ace. Cool, cool. A wide variety of things there, yeah. Yes. And he is holding a curve band and has the ability flash fire. So with the curved band, uh, any like items that are thrown can bounce off of walls. So I expect to make some fun use of that. Awesome. Um, let's see. What do I got here? Oh yeah. I can give the, uh, the whole, uh, like other stat spread too. So he's got a plus two cool, uh, just flat, zero cute, a minus one to smart, a plus two to beauty, and a plus three in tough. Cool. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think, uh, so here's what I'll do. I'll give you this. You can feel free to, you know, reject this if you want. Um, generally speaking in the game, the way that the player characters have it is that, um, over time, they eventually get better at the stats that they've got, like beauty and stuff like that. Uh, what I've done for other characters is just base it on their level. So I can give you a handful of points to increase these different scores if you like, because I know that you were going based off of, like the initial creation of the character. Oh, if you want to um, take this or not. Yeah, well, I was... I actually... I forgot about the whole types having different stat no, spreads. Cool. So I, cool. I yeah. actually made up the stat spread before I went and checked on that. So then I yeah, just like changed one thing and that made it make more sense with <laughs> what I was going for. Yeah, no, uh, the, of course we don't actually have the system like published or anything like that, but if it was, this would be like, if you want to just, you know, generate a character, use this. But if you have your own ideas, feel free to do that. Your ideas always trump ours, ours being the book. So, um, yeah, like so based basic. on, Yeah, like, with the character that I had in mind, I tried to base, like, what the stats represent, like, what the roles would be for 
like the bonuses that I gave. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I think, um, and feel free to not have this if you think it works better or you think it'll be more interesting to have lower stats. Um, but typically what I end up doing is based on your level for characters like this and other special episodes, I kind of scale that up a little bit in the idea of like, oh, I've had experience in the world. So with level 45, I think is what level you are. I don't yeah, know if you that's mentioned my that. level. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, level 45, um, what would that be? That'd be like five points, I think, if you want to add up to five points. We'll say five. If you oh. want to add five points across your stats, feel free or not. Up to you. Oh, across all of the stats? Not uh, not five for or, each oh, of them, just five, five and then split five that. Total? Yeah. I feel like I did almost that already. So, so just... five additional ones on top of... Oh, on top of what yeah. I have? Um, I guess I'll take away my minus one to smart, and I think that'll be it. Just make it interesting. Okay, sure. Cool. Yeah, because the idea behind that is that if you're a higher level, like, battle-wise, so it's, I don't know if we've actually ever confirmed this, but I think in my version of the system, there's age, which is just a natural progression of the years, and then there's level, which is how much I punch people, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so you can have a level one Pokemon that's a hundred years old, and you can have a level one hundred Pokemon that's you know a year or two old. Um, I really, eat Susie. Su- Susie is a gray area. Susie, Susie breaks the system. Susie is. Uh, I have specifically not put Susie into this Excel sheet for fear of my laptop exploding. Um, <laughs> so Susie is their own creature, and we respect them, but also are terrified of them. Um, she's 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 a doll. Um, so, uh, cool. I think everything else on your card makes sense. I don't know if you feel feel free to add anything if you think I'm missing a step. Uh, no, I don't think so. Cool. Uh, so now it's time for disclaimers before the episode officially begins. Uh, and let's see if I can even remember them. I throw this out at the beginning of every special episode, so if I miss anything and the other special episodes say this, uh, follow those rules too. Uh, generally speaking... Uh, this, whatever is being discussed here, is being made up on the spot. This is improv. That's kind of how this show works. I don't plan things because I, if I did, I would be a better GM, and I refuse to be a better GM. So, uh, <laughs> um, everything here is improv on the spot between Eli and I, and as a result, uh, is may not make any sense. We're going to stick to as much uh, canon, canonicity, whatever that word would be, as possible. Um, also, because I am GMing this, uh, there's a stamp of approval. Everything that is about to be discussed here is canon at some point in time. Whether or not we describe what it is, it remains to be seen. But at the very least, everything discussed here is canon. Um, and also, this may or may not be clear by the title. Uh, this might be a two-parter. I'm leaning yes, in which case uh, there might be a cliffhanger. Warnings. Cool. <laughs> um, oh, that's going to be so annoying for me. Yeah, I can already really tell. Just, yeah. <laughs> The advantage with cliffhangers, I guess, in other episodes is that we typically record, like, two episodes back-to-back. In this case, uh, due to time constraints, we won't, so have fun with that, Eli. (laughs) Uh, Great. Is there any questions for you before we begin? Um, I'm guessing you already have, like, foes or any battles planned for, like, level-wise and stuff? Uh, Everything will be scaled accordingly. Are they written down yet? No. Am I furiously typing right now? No comment. <laughs> okay, that's my only question, I guess. Awesome. Um, so without further ado, I suppose, Eli, congratulations. You get to hear this live, even though 
It frankly doesn't mean much of anything, but it's a thing we do these days. Uh, without further ado, let us dive on in. Sploosh. Perfect. Glad to see you're already on top of things here. Uh, <laughs> so we zoom in here. Uh, specifically, if I remember correctly, uh, feel free to correct me because this is your backstory technically. We zoom into Briny Breeze Island, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So yeah, we... there, there may be a volcano somewhere on the island. I'm going to say it's in the back, if that makes yeah, any sense. That makes sense. Uh, Away we from the cities. Yeah. We've, we've explored and kind of identified that uh, the only way regular folks get onto the island is via boat at that one port. And then as you go further inland, it becomes less of the city and more of a jungly forest type of thing. I'm going to say there's a volcano hiding a volcano hiding in like the back of the trees or something like that. Um, cool. So not, not too far away, but like far yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, that's where our uh, that's where Bruce likes to hang out. So we zoom in to Briny Breeze Island, a tropical land full of great weather, great beaches, that one guild, all that fun stuff. Uh, but instead of zooming into the city, like we've done for, I think, every single instance of being at Briny Breeze Island, we go past the city, past the buildings, past that one lawyer firm, past the guild, and through the trees, through the forest, to an open area occupied by one pretty tall volcano. Now, this volcano looks like every other volcano that isn't erupting at the moment. It's kind of normal. It's just like a mountain with a hole at the top. But, Eli... As we get closer and closer to this volcano, we see that this is not any ordinary volcano. And if you want to take it away here, how? what exactly is this volcano like? What makes it different uh, than any other standard volcano? Well, it's got a very nicely hidden cave that has a bunch of weird technology in it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into the technology later. Oh, like, that's going to be real interesting, considering what timeline we're in. <laughs> exactly. We're well, in... Uh, we're right in after I have thing. need for some gadget, don't don't be surprised if I pull something out. Oh, perfect. Yeah, no. We're in uh, something between 1920s America and 2022, like, Star Trek or something like that. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so we go into the volcano. Sure enough, rather than a volcano with fire, you see inside a cave. But this cave full of equipment, high-tech gadgetry. What's this? A Nintendo Game Boy Advance? That's not going to be you know, invented for 35 years. And then at the same time, you know, this PlayStation 4s. Whatever. Video games over here. Anyway, uh, zooming in further, we see someone hard at work at the computer. Because computers but, exist, I'm sure. Uh, oh, yeah. Hard at work at the computers, scanning the island for evildoers. And sure enough, this is none other, I presume, unless you want to have someone else on the computer, uh, Bruce the Typhlosion. Yeah, I never came up with a character for Alfred, so yeah, we'll call it Bruce. This is, this is Bruce pre-Alfred? Or, no, there, there wouldn't be a Bruce pre-Alfred. No, you, I'll let you come up with what Pokemon Alfred is. Ooh, okay. Time to figure out something. Um, up, oh, already got something. I don't know if this is going to work, but whatever. Uh... So you're, what exactly are you doing right now? Just scanning stuff? Um, uh, yeah, maybe I'm tinkering with some numbers or something. Uh, maybe uh, I'd probably be uh, looking back through the videotape of the 
trial that uh, yes. happened? The trial. Uh, so ages ago, or yesterday, unsure of the timeline, uh, there was a standard trial seemingly taking place uh, that was looking for stolen furniture. Now, of course, this is a reference to a previous special episode. Uh, so if you want to look back in the archives for uh, the Pumpkin special episode, shout out Pumpkin, uh, and, uh, and Thomas the Polyworld, uh, starting off in their lawyer case, but was uh, basically what had happened to spoil that episode. So please go listen to that if you haven't already. Uh, it was a standard lawyer case a la Kyle from way back when. Uh, where you have the, the, the prosecution and defense trying to see uh, basically if a Pokemon was uh, had stolen a desk at a, a furniture shop. Uh, now, eventually they determined that a Rattata at the scene of the crime named Joey was part of the crime, but not the key person. And so this crime is still technically unsolved to this day, whether it is the next day or ten years from now. Uh, <laughs> uh so, so it sounds like you're going through that videotape? Yes. Gotcha. Um, you hear a ring behind you, seeming like the the elevator door has, uh, like, reached the bottom. Okay. Uh, and uh, do you turn around, or do you just continue working? Yeah, I'll turn towards it. Uh, you turn around, and you see your fatherly figure, uh, someone that's been with you for ages and ages, frankly... Uh, unless you want to correct me here, probably one of the few people you actually trust, not only with your uh, vigilante secret, but also just in general. Yeah, because I'm going to call this uh, pre-Robin times. Yeah, that that, so. that seems to make sense here. Um, and so coming down, feel free to give a name to this character, uh, is a Drampa. Ah, Drampa. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep with the theme and call him Alfred. Uh, so Alfred I, I do Drampa, like that choice. <laughs> uh, so Alfred the Drampa has come down masterfully balancing a plate with two cups of tea, one for you and one for them. Uh, and, you know, slowly uh, walks up to you, hands you the cup of tea. Don't think about the logistics, you know, just... Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Of course not. Uh, hands you a cup of tea and just turns to you and goes, So, Master Bruce, a tough day, it seems going through that video file over and over again. Yeah, I just feel like there's something that I'm missing. Something that could give away who the mastermind behind this crime was. Oh, sure, certainly, sir, but what exactly can you get from the video file that you haven't gotten, you know, in the last... Uh, he, he looks at the clock. 45 minutes of you staring at this same 30-second clip. I don't know. I just feel like there's got to be something that I'm missing. Something that I'm just not getting. Um, I think this is a perfect time to start it off. Uh, go ahead and roll for me. Investigation, which would be a smart roll. Smart. Oh, well, we, we know that our boy here is not the smartest, even though, uh... Batman is like a ninth level intellect. We're not going to worry about that. But I rolled an eight. <laughs> so. Eight, okay. Uh, so that is a failure. So in this case, you're staring at the screen uh, and you continue to stare at the screen. And you continue to stare at the screen. And at a certain point, Alfred kind of pokes at you because you haven't moved it like any second further. You've just been staring at this specific point. Basically, like, mentally given up. 
Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> Master Bruce, I believe, uh, at the very least, if you're not going to take a nap, drink the tea, please. It, yeah, it you're probably. Needed. Yeah, you're probably right, Alfred. I'll start drinking the tea. Uh, yeah, take a, take a sip of that tea. Uh, you you feel slightly more awake, but unfortunately, still going through this, not able to figure it out. There's something missing. But it's clear that the video file doesn't have any information that you can get, or at least nothing new. Everything that you've got from the, the case, from your contacts in the police force or the guild or whoever was on this case, all of that combined, and there's still this gaping hole. It's like a puzzle if you didn't know what the puzzle was supposed to look like, and the entire center circle is just missing. Like, theoretically, you could figure it out if you had even the pieces for that circle, but right now it's just, you know, a frame of a puzzle. Hmm. Yeah. Sounds like I need to start trying something different. Think? I need to go out, take a survey of the island. Gotcha. During, uh, I'm going to say the time right now is probably like afternoon, evening-ish. So yeah, it sounds now right. or in the night? Um, I think I'm going to go out now because it's going to take me a little while to get through the woods. I oh, don't sure. have any, okay. uh, the, the, there's no cars or anything, so. Are there cars? Shoot, now I gotta no, go back my, now I gotta go there, back my system. Like, uh, there were know. trains and boats, but no cars. Right. Because because that's how logic works. <laughs> oh, yeah, naturally. Um, okay, so, also a question I probably should have asked earlier. Uh, does Bruce have a, a Batman, effectively? Does he have the second side? Or uh, is it just Bruce the Vigilante? So, I was hoping to just sort of ignore the fact that with Pokemon, you can't exactly hide identities very well. Like, oh, hey, it's that Typhlosion with a mask on. Um, <laughs> I wonder who it could be. I think you can, you can, uh, I, I will give you, the, because, you know, superheroes, uh, I will give you the flexibility of, like, if I get a good enough costume, I'm just any Pokemon. Ah, like a master oh. of disguise kind of thing. Right. Um, oh, man. It's up to yeah. you if you want to take that, or if you just want Bruce to be the vigilante, and also, like, you know, so like almost like Wonder Woman-esque of, like, she's not really changing forms, she's just kind of in a yeah. different outfit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I should go with that, because I didn't come up with any superhero name. Nah, that's cool. So. <laughs> gotcha. Um... Cool. Either that or you could be a hermit. I'm not sure which one <laughs> would be better. <laughs> just like, this. it's that random Typhlosion that usually shows up whenever things are bad. Yeah, that could work too, because, like, I don't exactly live anywhere close to civilization, and I'm not going with the whole rich part, so <laughs> it's not like I'm from some rich family or anything. Right, right. But yeah, I, I think we'll actually go with that. Why not? Gotcha, cool. Um, gotcha, alright. Cool, so now uh, we have canonized the concept of there's a mysterious Typhlosion that shows up randomly, and whenever that's coming, uh, there's a crime either happening, about to happen, or has already happened, and they're leaving. <laughs> there we go. Sounds Perfect. about good. Perfect. Alright, great. Uh, at this point, it's just kind of like a hired detective from like across the way. of like, oh, looks like we need a crime fighter. Hey, you want to pop in real quick? Um... <laughs> Yeah. All right. Cool. We're, we're so, gonna have a. Uh, we're gonna say that 
I gave the police force a blue phone. Mm-hmm. And they just don't have a name for it. They just be like, oh, we, we, we got to use the phone. Uh, this one's too far for us. We can't solve it. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll call you in on uh, either dangerous missions because you have a habit uh, or the skill level of being able to punch someone and get away with it. Uh, or the, the you know, the intellectual level or whatever you want to call it. The, the yeah. case is too difficult for the, the people on the case. So we're going to call the extra guy. Yeah, that sounds right. With a glass yeah. button, I guess. Of like, all right, we need the, the extreme forces. Yeah, gotcha. I like that. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, like I said, late uh, late afternoon, early evening-ish time, you're going to head over to the city, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, the travel commences through the forest. I'm going to have you... Roll for me perception okay that's a beauty so correct plus um, two yes yeah. 13 plus two is 15 oh that's a full success there um okay okay uh as a result of that i am going to have you roll stealth with advantage Ooh. so this is going to be a cool roll well first roll was a 17 and second roll is an 18, so dirty 20. Dirty 20. All right, uh, Bruce, you may not be Batman, but you certainly have the skill level to be a Batman. Just flying through the trees, going without a sound. Uh, it's to the point, like, Alfred expects you and can like knows when you leave. Alfred did not see you leave. Like, <laughs> that sort of like, clear nice. cut. Like, it's almost like a jump cut between person in seat, person not in seat. And Alfred just like blinks really close. Alfred just blink, blah, blinks really slowly and just like, well, it seems the master has gone again. And just like turns around, starts like dusting something uh, and proceeds to do Alfred things, you know, being a boss and all that. Um, meanwhile, you stealthily going through the forest at a speed that is well above that of the average type flotion, hear a noise. Now, You've reached the point in the forest where other people will go, so it's not uncommon to hear this noise, but it is up to you if you want to investigate this noise or continue to the city. Now, if you investigate this noise, you may not get to the city in time to get into the shop. Uh, uh hmm. But it is up to I you. I think I'll investigate this noise because I wasn't actually planning on going directly to the shop anyways. Okay. So... Gotcha. Uh, so you hear this noise. Uh, I'll say, you know, that away, points in a random direction that's away from the city. Um, not unusual. It's probably, like, in your head, it's probably some guild member that's just doing a late mission or something like that. Uh, but nevertheless, you go to investigate. As you head that way, make a... It is up to you how you want to play this. Either an investigation or a perception. Depending on which one you do and succeed, I will give you different information. Um, yeah, I guess investigation makes the most sense. I got a 12. A 12. Alright, so I'll give you some, some information, not all of it. Uh, how am I going to describe this? Uh, roll... Roll history. Okay, another smart roll. Seventeen. Okay. 
Um, you see, uh, how am I going to describe this? Uh, you see, uh, tracks of Pokemon. Not very surprising. You're going to be a fairly populated section of the forest. Um, and it's a lot of small feet. Now, that's not weird, but it is a thing that you note. It's a lot of small feet. And not just, like, one Pokemon. This is, like, a handful of Pokemon. Could be, say, a group of Rattata. It could be. Uh, going down your Rolodex list uh, of Pokemon and feet, remember that semester you took way back when, just mastering the concept of feet uh, for whatever reason that you felt like doing. Um, uh, through through that sort of list, you're going down your list of Pokemon and be like, all right, this foot doesn't match, you know, like, you, you go down the list. Like, this is not a Nidoking because it's too small. It's not a Dodrio or Doduo because it's not, like, pointy. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, and you narrow down the fact that, yes, these are Rattata feet. Ooh, interesting. Now, you know for a fact, just based on your interactions with the law enforcement and the guild members in this area, there are no Rattata on uh, the, in this case, it's the, um, it's the Boulder Stars in this mm-hmm. area. Yep, yeah, uh... <laughs> You can yep. tell how long it's been. I've forgotten what guild is in this area. Uh, it's not the Boulder Stars, because the Boulder Stars don't have any Pokemon with, you know, Rattata feet. And the police force does not have any anybody with a Rattata feet. That's mm. an interesting fact. That uh, is, indeed. Um, let's see, let me... Uh, you can, I assume you continue following these feet? Yes, I do. Great. I start uh, following these tracks. Yeah, you continue to follow these tracks. It's leading you away from the city... For a split second, you almost thought it was heading back to the volcano, but then it takes a sharp turn. And so now this this is an area that you probably haven't explored because most of your business is done either at that volcano or in the city. You're not going like mm-hmm. particularly deep into the forest, especially away from your volcano. Um, so you continue there, and you start to notice that these Rattata feet uh, start to clear up. It looks like their Pokemon maybe were like roaming around for some reason, and now it's starting to clear up. You can clearly tell... There are four sets of Rattata feet. Hmm. That's interesting. It's only one Rattata at the crime scene. Yeah, let's keep following them. Uh, You continue following these feet. Uh, Now they're just sort of marching in order now and heads towards what you can see and only describe as a hut. Hmm. Okay. So what is your play here? Uh, hmm. feel free to th- uh, throw things out here or I can give you a couple of options yeah I think you should give me some options here gotcha uh, so each of these obviously have a different risk reward level into it uh, and of course there'll be a role somewhere involved in this um, so option A the extremely safe option uh, you stay into the forest and just try to overhear any conversation that's being held um, now this will give you an advantage on your stealth roll but a disadvantage on your uh, investigation, I'm going to say. Okay. I would have said perception uh, since I was just trying to listen. I think think perception actually is probably a better idea, yeah. Um, So this is advantage stealth, disadvantage perception. Um, There is the medium option, I guess, which is you head closer into the field. There is... um, there's, a, there's enough, like, random scraps around the area that you could theoretically, despite being a Typhlosion, you could, you know, ball up effectively, a la, you know, 
rollout method and hide behind one of these things. Now it's going to be slightly harder to get there and slightly harder to get away if necessary. So this would be a straight stealth roll and you would get a straight stealth, a uh, straight perception worth of information. And then there's the risky option where you go right next to the hut, basically standing by it. Now this is disadvantage with stealth and then advantage with perception. Up to you what you want to okay. choose. Um, so basically pick and choose how you want, <laughs> you know, how much risk are you willing to take? Yeah. So I was thinking I might try to go up towards close to the hut to try to listen in, see what's going on. So since that's an option, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> so I guess I'll take the disadvantage on stealth for cool and an advantage on beauty. They're both okay, plus okay. two, so... Alright, so the, the risky option here. Yes. Well, first roll was a 12 for the stealth. And a 13. So Alright, so a mixed success there. Um, uh, and now your perception. Well, hopefully I roll better than a 6. 15, okay. That's a full there success there. Alright, things work out pretty solidly for the most part. Um, okay. So, um, so sure enough, you decide, all right, you know what? Information is information. We got to get it. Uh, so you start heading towards the hut. At this point, the sun has more or less disappeared, much to your advantage. Uh, you basically switch off your fire. I, I don't know if you had it on in the first place, but now at this point, it's just, you know, fully sucked in and you are as, you know, you're as noticeable as anything else on the darkness, uh, especially with, you know, Typhlosions having that blue skin just fits perfectly in this sort of dark weather. Mm -hmm. um, so you start creeping up towards this hut, passing by all of this equipment. Uh, you notice it looks not like a junkyard, but more like a, like a hoarder of just having a bunch of random stuff here. Okay. With me? Uh, Makes sense. So, and then you creep towards the hut, at the hut. You notice this hut, despite being pretty solid, has a bunch of holes in it. This is not a soundproof area, we'll say. <laughs> so, as you approach this hut, um, you start to hear the conversation. Uh, and what you hear surprises you. Um, you hear, uh, how do I do this? You hear a bunch of rustling, rattling, and then just call. And then I gotta figure out how to do voices now. Alright, let's get back into this. Come on. Come on, Anru. Gonna crack over those, uh, those old podcasting skills um so you hear voice uh, I'll, I'll just go through the conversation as best as i can so what was the loot this time yeah boys uh, we got some good stuff you know nothing too nothing too fancy yet but the big score is today well tomorrow i guess tomorrow uh yeah we got a great you know great good stuff here and there you know a couple of berries a couple of other things but but and here's the important thing the plan is to it's in place um, I gotta remember. I'm gonna make up a new voice here. This voice, this next voice, you recognize as Joey. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, yeah, boys, we we, we, we we got some good stuff. Uh, the plan's in place, everything is in place, all this, the, everything's set up, all we gotta do is enact it. Um, and then, uh, Big Boss, alright, 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 okay. So, everything's in place, all is good, alright. Tomorrow, we get rich. Yeah, 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 okay. <laughs> you get the <laughs> Um Okay. 
Yeah, so now I gotta figure out what the plan is, what the target is, and how I'm gonna catch him in the act. Mm-hmm. Um, you did, you, you got a full success on the investigation, right? Or the perception? Yeah. Yep. And I only got a partial success on the stealth. Gotcha. Okay. So here's what we'll do. Um, you hear the big boss uh, continue their little spiel. They've taken from us enough, okay? Now, we're gonna steal from what's been stealing from us. Got it, guys? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hm. They won't know what hit them. Um, and, let's see. You hear the door open. Oh. Now, I'm gonna um. say right now you're, like, underneath the hut, almost. Or, like, in, the, like, a, a side, like, hidden section. Okay. But you hear the door open as someone seems to have gone outside. Not sure who yet. You can tell it's not the big boss because the big boss is still talking. Hmm. Okay. I. Uh, so how well hidden am I? Uh. If you don't move, you won't be found. Okay. Probably. <laughs> I had to throw in that probably. <laughs> well. Yeah. I feel like not moving is my best option. Okie doke. I am going to make a roll myself now. Here's where that probably comes into play. Um, I'm going to roll insert character here, because uh, you do not know what there is. I'm going to roll their perception. perception. Yeah. gonna be interesting um so you hear a pokemon uh at the stairs and like walking down them stop at one of the stairs and rush back up Mm. at this point are you taking any action yeah this point i think i'm gonna get out of there cool i need you to roll athletics Perfect. That's a tough. That's a tough. That is plus three. Fourteen plus three. Seventeen. You are zooming out of there. You've gotten what you need. This is no time to linger around. And you go. You hear behind you. Uh, one of the... It seems like it's one of the Rattatas. Uh, starts shouting something about like, Hey, something moved in the forest. Or something moved. Like You, you must have accidentally pushed one of the... Uh, the random scraps in a different area and it was noticeable enough that the the Rattata was able to notice that and be like hey there's somebody here um, mm. but you are fast enough so that when you uh maybe as you give like a quick glance back you see uh a couple of the Rattatas staring out uh and just like shrugging like it must have been nothing um you Her. are now you know pretty eh, not pretty deep in the forest you are far enough inside the forest that the hut is now in the in the back okay there we back. go uh it is probably around what time is it? It was like 6 earlier. It's probably around like 8.30ish. Okay. Got it. So now I think I'm going to go into town and start trying to figure out who the people they were talking about that they were saying has been stealing from them. Gotcha. Um, 
All right, so you head into town. You see most things starting to, if not close, uh, by this point, uh, 8.30, we'll say like 8.45, 9-ish, somewhere in that time frame. Um, yeah, as you enter town, you see some of the early, like the businesses that like to close up early are starting to close up. You see like the night folk starting to go out. Seems like there's some sort of party happening uh, at someone's house and a few Pokemon are walking inside there. Um, you are here in the city. Uh, we can magically make up buildings because that's the power of improv. Where are you heading? Um, let's see. Is there, well, there is a, probably a junkyard somewhere. There would be, yep. So, I think I'm gonna start there. Gotcha. Um, so you head to the junkyard, um, this is a junkyard in the loosest sense of the word. Um, it's kind of just, there's no one actually running it, it's just, if you got some trash, throw it here. If you want to pick something up, take it out, you know. So you see a, like a hodgepodge of items, you see all sorts of random items like this. And every now and then, uh, just from your history, you'll see, you'll see a, a few Pokemon like come in here and try to collect items to build something or like work on a project and stuff like that. But for the most part, this is kind of just like a large town storage facility, effectively. Okay. Hmm. Uh, but you are here. Is there anybody else here right now? I don't know if you heard that, but my dice literally had like a bowl on my side and they made it. Yeah, I did. Um, there is one, there is one Pokemon here. Uh, someone that you actually recognize as a guild member oh. at, uh, at the Boulder Stars here. Um, this is, uh, we'll say Rage the Gyarados. That's a good option. Okay. Rage the Gyarados looks like they're trying to clean up. I guess one of their tasks was to make the junkyard not as much of a junkyard. And so Rage is out here just, like, organizing things, like separating, you know, papers and plastics and all that sort of stuff. Okay. Um, I'm guessing we would be at least semi-familiar with each other. Sorry, we'll say that one more time? I'm guessing that we would be, like, at least semi-familiar with each other at this point. Yeah, I would say so. I would say... um, yeah, you, you've you've done a case or two in the past. You've had casual encounters and stuff like that. You remember the old battle of, you know, of 92 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You, you've done a, a few things. He's, he's not going to look surprised and be like, who are you? He, he knows who you are. Yeah, okay. So I think I'm going to go up to him and uh, start talking with him. Yeah, sure enough, you, you go over. Uh, Rage turns around. Oh, hello. Um, Bruce, right? Yeah, Bruce. How, how, yeah. how, how have you been? It's been it's been a while. I think uh, well, was it was it last month or two months ago that one case? Yeah, something like that. I don't really keep track of time too much. Oh, I uh, feel you. I feel you. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. There's just this uh, this case that's been bothering me. Do you remember the uh, the 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 case that the Polywhirl had, or at the uh, the the Rattata witness? Turned out to be oh, yes, uh, part yes, of the yes. case. The um, uh, the furniture one, right? The one with the yes. Desk. Uh, yeah, I think I read about that in the paper the other day. Um, yeah, yes, it's a, bit uh, of a weird circumstance. You know, it's it's rare that we don't find the actual, you know, culprit per se. It's usually an all or nothing sort of thing, right? Yeah, exactly. So I, I've been trying to figure that out, and I just can't seem to figure it out like I normally mm. would. So. Uh, I just came back. I was following a what turned out to be a group of Rattatas back to a hut, and I overheard them talking about uh, 
some plan to uh, do something tomorrow that's going to get them rich. And the, oh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, and the, uh, I'm guessing there was there was probably the boss guy. He said that uh, there was there was somebody or some other group that was been stealing from them enough, and now it's their turn to get even with them. That sounds dangerous. Um, hmm. I wish yeah. I could help more. Uh, I've been on and off the island for most of you know the past couple of weeks, but hmm. Mm-hmm. What could that be? There aren't other. Someone sounds like a you know a thug, like a gang of some sort. There aren't really any other groups of criminals. Most of them are you know solitary Pokemon. Hmm. It could be a solitary Pokemon. It could. You're like, right. Is there any Pokemon in town or anything that's got like a horde of anything? No, not that I can. Th- think of at least hmm. nope nothing I can think of okay uh, this is odd hmm. I, a suggestion I'm not sure if this will actually work but I seem to recall and I've rolled for this so uh, it's unfortunate that I really can't exactly give you the answer I uh. seem to recall that there was some some group of Rattata I I've heard this group before. I've seen them before. I think it was in the papers the other day. At the what? Um, in the in the papers, like the newspapers. The pa- oh um, yeah. I think there was a mention of a while ago. I can't remember what it was exactly. I would recommend going to uh, the library. It's probably still open by now. Uh, check to the library and go there and find, um, you know, like the old newspapers and stuff. Scan through those. You might be able to find something. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'll do that. Thank you. Yeah, good luck with that. Um, if you need any help, you know, I'm, I'm almost at the guild. <laughs> okay. We'll see if it comes to that. Alright, take care. You too. Uh, I presume. I'm going to take a wild stab and say that you're heading to the library. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'm just going to head back to that hut there. No, yeah, I'm going to the library. <laughs> well, I'm head off the island. But, you know, forget this. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to give up on this case. Rage couldn't and figure so, it out. <laughs> and that's the end of the episode, guy. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Um, Alright, so you head to the library. Now, you know this library. You've been here. Um, there have been... Uh, I'm, I'm going to take a stab here. Because, uh, you know, you're not rich, but you, you've got a you've got a, you've got a house underneath a volcano. I'm going to give you some money. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I think I gave few... myself... Yeah. yeah, I gave myself 10,000 poke. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's a good amount of cash. Especially on hand, right? Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Yeah, you know, this, you're not exactly like Bruce, you know, Bruce Wayne rich, but there have been a few anonymous donations to this library every now and then. You've got a, you've got a, you've got a little bit of wealth that you want to flex. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so sure enough, uh, you, you've, you've been to this library a couple times. It's helped you in some previous cases. It's also, you know, a nice reading place if ever you wanted to be in the library during some private moments. And sure enough, the library is open if you would like to enter in and check things out. Yeah. I'll go, enter in, start looking for that newspaper Rage was talking about. Yep, uh, so is there a time frame that you want to look at? Is there like a specific moment Ooh. that you want to surround, you want to center this on? Like recently, think... or some other time that you can think of? 
I'm gonna go with whenever was like within a week or two after the trial incident. Gotcha. All right. Um. Okay. Cool. So you, uh, yeah, you go through the uh, the notes. I'm going to have you roll for me. And investigation, I yeah. guess. Either investigation or history would be my guess. Yeah, both of which are smart. And I got a 15. These are some nice rolls here. Uh, so full success. You're scrolling through. Um, and just... Let's see. Yeah. With these I, rolls, uh, I was... like So last week I was doing a composition. Mm-hmm. Like musical composition with... Uh, dice to like determine stuff about it and yeah so i was rolling a lot of high numbers in that so i'm like well that's a good sign for when i do this episode (laughs) um yeah so okay so this is what i see um you're going through these newspapers you basically start like a day or two before the trial happens and they just go from there um, so you go through and you're looking for anything involving this particular group of criminals. Uh, you sure enough, you see the trial pop up, the fact that Joey was uh, sent to jail, and then you see the uh, the information that talks about Joey's breakout that happened a little bit later. Uh, oh. So Joey has escaped. You see more information here. Uh, and then you see something that both gives you information and also adds a few questions. Uh it turns out that between this time period, there was a, there was a, um, how, how to describe this? There was a, a, a group campaign, I guess, between the police and the guild to stop a, some sort of a criminal enterprise that was building up on the island. And as a result, uh, the police and the guild have confiscated a lot of goods, including that of this gang. Ah, uh, Okay. So, so with this, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna say that's it. There's no extraneous information, no other options that it can be. It is that you know for a fact the value of these goods. Yeah. Uh, I will. I will throw a number out here. Um, ooh, that's a big number too. The value of these goods, if now this is from not just their gang, but other sort of criminal enterprises, both off the island, on the island. There's a few other police officers that came in and did some helping out. All together, if you had all of these, uh, you know, just wrapped around yourself. This is worth 1.4 million poke. Whoa. Okay. So, do I know where it's all being stored? Because then I have a stakeout moment. That is unclear. It does not specify. Mm. For obvious reasons, if you just kind of say, hey, we got $1.4 million worth of goods at this house. Yeah. People can charge that house, right? Uh, So you can narrow it down, presumably because it's between the police and the guild, that it's going to be between the police and the kid. Okay. Now the question is, where do you go from here? I think I'm going to go to the police because we are on some sort of good terms, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I'm just going to go and let them know, hey, tomorrow, that, uh, that the $1.5 million worth of goods... Probably not going to be too safe anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so. Sure. Just... Okay. Gotcha. Um, all right. So you head to the police uh, with this information in tow. Uh, 
you head there. Uh, give me a Pokemon that's an officer here. Um, yeah, we'll go with Growlithe. Go with the uh-huh. obvious. <laughs> uh, Growlithe. Uh, let's say this is, I don't know, give me a, what would be a good name for Growlithe? Who says the officers have to have names? Fair point. Uh, Officer Growlithe, one of the 10,000 different Growlithe that are in this place. Uh, <laughs> so Officer Growlithe uh, at the desk looks to you. Oh, hello. Bruce, yeah. how, are you? how are you today? Oh, I'm uh, pretty good. Uh, so I was just uh, having to overhear something... Uh, I did some investigating into it, and uh, it seems that that uh, that mass of confiscated goods that you had from the criminal enterprises, uh, somebody's gonna make a stab at it sometime tomorrow. What? No, that's that's not possible. We have it in a secure place. Well, don't know what to tell you, but uh, I was at a uh, followed a group of footprints over to some hut in the woods and overheard them talking about it and they said they plan all in place all that they've got to do is execute it and then they'll be rich that's not good well let's see let me call let me call my superior and see what they have to say um mm-hmm. all right so the chief is a Oh, you're asking me? Yeah, uh, what type of Pokemon are we having this chief? Um, well, let's see. We had Minetric as security guards. Right. Let's see. Is there any other... What other dog? Um, actually, you know what? Let's go with a... Uh, yeah, no, we we haven't had a Pyroar, like, character besides the uh, villain Pyroar, right? We got a good guy Pyroar in this one? Yeah. We'll get a good guy, Pyroar. Uh, so we have Chief Pyroar uh, sitting in the office, uh, just going through some papers. Um, and Officer Growlithe leads you to the chief, uh, who looks to you and is just like, Oh, Bruce, fancy seeing you here? Yeah, I wish I could be here on better terms, but it's not exactly how I roll, is it? Uh, let's see here. Hold up, let me... We're sticking with the Batman theme here. We got Chief Jim Gordon. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, what, what seems to be the trouble? Sorry. Uh, so... Um, you're not British, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. That doesn't work. All right, go ahead. Uh, so, I uh, read in the newspaper about a, uh, that mass of goods that you confiscated from the criminal enterprises and yes yes yeah it was a great job we uh yeah it's a good work between us and the guild yes yeah good work there but uh just earlier today i happened to overhear a conversation about a plan being all ready and just needs to be executed and then they're gonna be rich in regards to the goods? I'm assuming. Oh, they they also mentioned about uh, they've taken enough from us, now it's our turn to strike back. Okay, so it sounds like it's gonna be a uh, a uh, so revenge for us taking their illegal items and stuff. Yeah. 
It sounds kind of silly when you put it that way, but that's how they're thinking. Well, we've got to find a stop to it, but... Oh, this is... They've timed it perfectly. Tomorrow, most of the officers are going to be off the island. Hmm. It's going to be me and Officer Growlithe over there, and we've got a couple guild members that can help out, but... Bruce, I can I can trust you with the secret, right? Yeah. So, I don't even live in town. <laughs> that's a fair point. Um, yeah, so the, the thing is, the loot is actually until we can eventually just you know ship it out back to like the higher ups and the crime labs and stuff. Most of it is kind of being split here in the police station and then at the guild. Hmm. Okay. But I'm unsure. You know, most of it is split. We did right now. Everything is tagged, but frankly, we we don't. You know, we didn't bother to actually separate it between. Oh, these are this bad guy. This is that bad guy. Part of it is still under investigation. So, right now, it's just kind of split evenly. You know, about seven hundred k here, seven hundred k there. Yeah, something tells me these people aren't going to be caring about who it came from originally. Right. Exactly. Now, the issue that we have is that. We could borrow some of the guild members here, but then that would deplete their forces. But at the same time, we also need more people here. It's not going to be, you know, us two and then Fred just points out at a random person over there. He's like, hello. Uh, who's a perfect... Who's a... Uh, who's a what's a great... There's a... There's, there's a... Um, oh, there's a watchhog. Watchhog? Yeah. There's just okay. a watchhog that's sitting back there. He's just like, hello. Nice. I approve. Yeah, you know, I mean, Fred's great, but, you know, if it's just all three, it's not going to work. Fred could probably count as two people. Fred's, Fred's just in the back like, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, even three, four people isn't going to stand up to them, especially if, you know, I know it, it's... Did you hear how many Pokemon? No, I just know that there were four Rattatas and then some boss guy. I don't know if there got any other groups involved or what. If it's yeah, because even uh, we if it's just them, and they all attack one side, we could probably handle it maybe. But if it's you know, additional Pokemon, or if they split up and have bigger gangs, then it becomes a problem. Yeah, sounds right. Makes all sense. Right. So, um, what if you borrowed some guild members to help stake out? the police spot and then I go and join the rest of the guild members at the guilds. Would you be willing to do that? I mean it's kind of my job unofficial of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey I'll be perfectly honest we've had the paperwork here for you to sign on and be an official detective all this time but it seems like you you prefer your, your solitude. Yeah sorry uh, office work just puts me off you know. <laughs> All right. Um, okay, sure. Uh, would you be able to go over to the guild and ask them if they have any spare members? Yeah, sure. Sounds oh, like great. a plan. Thanks. Awesome. Um, yeah, we'll take anybody we can, and uh, hopefully this doesn't turn out bad. Yeah, hopefully we can stop them. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be sure to um, I'll accept anybody. You know, just uh, send them my way. What, did, do you know what time it's going to be tomorrow? Did you get that information? Mm, no, I couldn't get that. 
that someone okay. walked outside and think they might have noticed me, but I got out of there before they could suspect anything. Okay, that's good at least. The element of the surprise is, frankly, our best bet here. So, yeah, go ahead and go to the guild. Uh, just if if it's any time, it could be as early as like you know one or two in the morning. So, yeah, send send anyone my way, and uh, we'll set up things here. Hey, Fred. Okay. <laughs> just like turns around. Hey, Fred. Yep. Uh, it's it's a, it's a code uh code Omega. Fred's like serious. Pulls out like a bunch of different bands from inside uh the. <laughs> Like the drawer, it's like a, it's like, <laughs> well, yeah. It's like you... power band, special band, defense yeah. scarf. <laughs> Pulls out a bunch of these things. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, 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 chief. Uh, we go in offensive or defensive? Uh, defensive for this one. Puts off a bunch of the bands. Puts <laughs> one around their head. Wraps it up. All right, all right. <laughs> um, yeah. See, Fred's a Fred's a wicked shot. All right. Anyway, um. Yeah, so go ahead and go over to the guild and then send a couple pokes my way and uh, we'll get them... We'll set up over here. Okay, will do. All right, thanks, Bruce. Got it. I'll be off now. All right. Uh, and you head towards the guild, I presume. Yep. Cool. Uh, you head to the guild. I think the guild at this point is, like, winding down. We're looking at, like, 9, 10-ish. Um, yeah. Doors are closed. Everyone's probably about to head to bed-ish. Um... I presume you knock, I guess. Yeah, I was thinking more of a burst-in kind of thing. <laughs> Just bust in. <laughs> hey, there, there's big news happening. We, we gotta get uh, people moving. <laughs> uh, so, alright, you bust in and uh, see right in front of you uh, Carlos Costa having the key about to lock it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, hey, nice Carlos. See you again, Bruce. Yeah, so we've got a bit of a problem. Uh, would, would you happen to have any spare members, guild members, that you could send over to the uh, police headquarters to help guard the uh, about 700,000 worth in goods? Oh, this sounds bad. Yeah, just a little bit. Well, let me see very quickly. Um... Who do we have? So, I'm here, of course. And along with me, uh, Rage is here. Uh, Blast, of course, uh, a good friend, is here as well. Or Boom, sorry. I'm, I don't know yeah, name. I was going to say. I, I know his name. <laughs> <laughs> Boom is here. Uh, Rage is here. Um... Duo is here as well. In, in fact, actually, everyone's here except uh, Steel, our Ponyard. That sounds pretty good. Yep, so. one, two, three, four, five. Yep, all five of us are here. Um, of course, uh, I think Ralph and Kyle are still on their expedition, though it has been a while. Hmm. Yeah. These names just fly by your head. You've never heard of these folks. Oh yeah, right. Right. Yeah, are, are uh, they new here? Uh, they're they're part of some special program of some sort. Uh, probably something Adam cooked up or something. Right, exactly. Um, but the the other five, including myself, are here. 
Do you need a number of members? Um, well, I was thinking that I would stay here to help guard the guild. So I think probably if you send two or three members over to the police department. Sure, sure. Um, let's see. I think in terms of team build, uh, we can send uh, shield and boom, our shield on and cataplast over there. And then here can be me, Rage, Duo, and you. Would that work? Sounds good to me. Great. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we don't have to battle too hard tomorrow. Let's hope so. Um, and I think, both for in terms of times and story plot, this is where we end it. Yeah, that's what I was figuring. I'm like, uh, as soon as I get this guild stuff figured out, it's going to be over. <laughs> uh, but that is where we will end this first part of the special episode. Uh, depending on whether or not there is a part one in the title or not, you're either going to hear the second episode later, either later in the week or next week, or uh, you're about to hear it start immediately after the I Stop Talking and ending this episode off, in which case, congrats to you, Eli take this L that you gotta wait for. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, thank you very much, Eli, for joining me today, even though you're gonna be joining me again in 10 seconds or a week from now. Uh, you know. Uh, but thank you very much uh, for joining. Uh, until the next part, the second part of this special episode, I have been your PM, your DM, your GM, Anaru himself. And I've been Eli, champion of the Not-A-Scratch Pokemon League. That is a thing that you can join by joining our Discord. This is a, a promo here, even though you probably heard that in the midsection about 30 to 40 minutes ago, maybe. Um, <laughs> and until next time, join the Discord. That's, yeah, take care. <laughs> yeah, do it. It's good. This is Anaru, the GM, PM, DM of Not A Scratch, and thank you for listening to this episode. We're finally back after a standard semi-coherent hiatus. We are back with episodes. As always, episodes come out weekly, and we're sticking to that, so be sure to follow us, subscribe, and do all those important things you ought to do when supporting a podcast. If you've enjoyed this special episode, and again, shout out to Eli for his joining us on this two-parter adventure. If you've enjoyed the episode and want to support us in any way, shape, or form that you can, the best way to do so is to share us with your friends. We're in that perfect time where people are still able to catch up on old episodes as we get set for Arc 5 to begin. So this is the best time to share it with anybody that's interested in a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon TTRPG podcast. Also, leave us a review on your podcasting platform, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or more. Reviews help to bring new people into our community and also give us advice on what we can improve on in the future. Your advice is incredibly helpful. You can also follow us on Twitter at NotAScratchCast or email us as well at NotAScratchCast at gmail.com. If you have any cool ideas to add to the podcast or just want to reach out to us, we love talking with folks because it makes us feel like we have folks to talk to. We also have a Discord for Not A Scratch and have a bunch of awesome, amazing, wonderful people that have joined. You can join 
to help build that not a scratch community and talk to us even more. This is, in case you can't tell, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to talking with people. We've also got a website which you can check out at www.notascratchcast.com, fully updated because I spent a lot of time on that this weekend. The website has access to all of our episodes, our merch page with a bunch of awesome items, an art page where we post commission and fan art, which by the way, if you send us your fan art, you might see it on the website with your permission, of course. Our website merch always update over time, so stay tuned. But one thing I do want to mention, and this is a recent update that you may not have seen, there's a behind the scenes tab now that's going to be posted on over time. And if you've been wondering about all the systems and resources that are behind this not a scratch system, well, now is the chance that you can start to get at least a little bit of a look before we eventually turn this into a massive scale thing. So if you want to check out those things, check out the website again, www.notascratchcast.com. We want to thank Glitch X City for the song Kirby Dreamland, the lo-fi remix, and thank Tabletop Audio for the songs Volcano, Forest Night, Waterkeep Night, Medieval Library, Noir Procedural, and Raven Puff Common. Some of the music in this episode was also obtained through Humble Bundle. We also want to shout out our patrons. We at Not A Scratch have a Patreon where you can get amazing extra benefits regarding the show and its future, including early access to main series episodes, special behind-the-scenes looks of what goes into the games, special newscasts from the Alcas region, and more. There's a bunch of stuff that are in the books right now. I'm just waiting to actually upload this. You'll also be recognized during the show right here, right now, and your support is truly helpful to be able to create the content that we're doing both here and on other platforms. A bunch of new things are coming out, and it is thanks to your help. Whether you've been a Patreon member in the past, currently, or in the future, your support financially is incredibly helpful to being able to spread the Not A Scratch community and being able to create the content that we do. I'm rambling a little bit, but I sincerely do appreciate it. And if you're interested in joining, you can join for as little as $1 a month. And honestly, when it comes to bang for your buck, that might be the best one there. Thank you to our guild interns. I'm sorry, I've almost messed that up. Thank you to our guild interns, Ginny, Ursa93, and Damon Liger, our guild master, Eli, our governor, Lord Toffee, and finally, thank you to our Wiggly Goat, Pure Glaceon. With their help, we've not only been able to create a massive community full of content, but also have a bunch of things that are in the works that'll be even more content for you to enjoy. For more information about anything mentioned here, check out the links in the episode descriptions or contact us on Discord or Twitter. Now this is the end of part one, that only means part two is coming soon. How does this story resolve? Find out next time.